0: This. this this is, this is, this is diversified, diversified, diversified game. Game. game game game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kellen. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race; it's about you know ideas. So let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen, and today, you guys, I have a guest, and this one is personal. Because in our new relocation to South Florida, uh, you know, somebody has to do the kids love locks. And this is the woman who came all the way, like an hour from Fort Lauderdale area to come hook my my locks up. Which you see that I've been swimming and you can see all the, you know, I put good use to to it so I'll be needing a touch up real soon but she hooked the hair up she has a company called Lex Styles all her information will be in the description box so if you are in the South Florida area I'm vouching for her as a trustworthy reliable person who knows how to do locks Alexis welcome to the show
1: Hi good morning
0: Good morning good morning Tell me, because I want to know, in this COVID time, you have a COVID-proof business, and I want you to, you know, tell the audience how you got started and how long you've been doing this.
1: Well, I've been doing hair since I was about 13. Um, I went to hair school um, in 2015, Um, and I've just been going from there.
0: Okay, at 13... How did, you know, I mean, I started with doing the doll's hair, or I was doing my my cousin's hair, and then,
1: yeah. I was watching. I was watching. I have aunts who does hair, and my mom was doing hair a little here and there. And I just started doing my own hair and then started braiding my cousins and everybody else. And then to the point my mom and my aunt, they stopped doing hair, and I was doing their, their hair.
0: And was it just for the, the the love, or was there ever, like, a, a benefit, like, I, I can do my hair and it doesn't hurt me as much as if my mom or my aunt did did my hair?
1: More for the love, and I didn't ask why I'm still continuing to do it, because it's my passion.
0: Okay, okay. And at what point did it um, become a thing where you said, I can get paid to do this?
1: Um... About 10 years ago, but I really went in for it for about five years ago. Um, You know, just working for other people and, you know, seeing how much I'm loyal. I'm a loyal person. I enjoy being loyal. And I expect the same back. And working for a job for so long and putting in my heart and soul and not getting that in return, I felt that I was better off on my own. And then it gave me more time with my family.
0: Okay, can you talk about not getting anything in return? Cause someone will say, well, you were getting paid. So what do you mean by that? Go deeper, please.
1: Well, I was getting paid, yes, but I wasn't getting paid for the job I was doing. I was doing every bit of two to three jobs a day. And asking for something small shouldn't matter. If I'm the one that you're, I'm your go-to girl. You know, I was like a manager and wasn't getting paid, but that wasn't a complaint. I actually enjoyed doing it because it gave me more to do on the job. That wasn't a complaint. It was just like little things. Like, I also have health problems. So, like, it came to a point where they started bugging me about that. So, it was like, I could work for myself and know know how far I could push myself within a day.
0: Okay. So, really being valued, and I know we talked about this while, we're doing, while you're doing my hair, but being a valued, you know, contributor and team member, you didn't feel like they valued you. Yeah. And that was, and I remember when we were talking, I was like, see, with this I do, and I told you I was, you know, hiring for um, my property preservation business that I'm just starting and I said, I want to value my people because your people are the ones who, you know, make you money. It's all about relationships and anything that you do.
1: Yeah. Relationships and respect.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and so, you know, it's I, I definitely get that. And I think a lot of people will will get that. A lot of folks, you know, they'll stay in that situation longer than they should. And maybe you did too. What was like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, what made like what made you have the courage and what was your first step in saying I'm going to do this on my own?
1: Um more so of hearing um from the job no when it came to things that I needed to do for my daughter.
0: Mm, that's per that's, that gets real personal. So you what did you yeah, want to do like pick her up or something?
1: Um I, the last straw was because I had a meeting with her school. And we, um, I needed to be there and I had told my boss and because he had already started, you know, being like a little nasty to me because we were actually pretty close. Um, and because one time he asked me to do something and I was just like, I can't do it. You know, especially if you can't, you know, pay me for that job. And he was like, well, I can't pay you for it. And, And I was like, well, I can't do it. And from that point on, things started changing. And right after, I needed to go to a meeting for my daughter. And he gave me a hard time about it. He was like, I couldn't leave. And I'm like, we're talking about my daughter here, not just anybody. So I was like, from that after that day, it was like, I'm done. And I just didn't go back.
0: Okay. Now, I totally, totally get that. Especially because when you're asking for something for your child, what all employers have to understand is you're not really asking, you're telling them, I have to be there. I mean, you don't know what the situation is, and I don't need to tell you fully what that is, but it could be an emergency, it could be a legal thing, you know, the school could say, if you don't show up, you know, we're calling uh, the people and the people coming up in your business, so I can definitely un- understand that. So, when you took this and said I'm going to do it by myself, a, a lot of folks the start is the hardest part. So was it that you went and go grab the business license? What did you have to do to you know be a
1: Well, first off, I you know I started into working at um, working at salons, and I had already started going to hair school already, so. Um, after that, I was going to school and you know working in a hair salon for a little while. I mean, it was okay working in a hair salon, but um, it was also better for me to travel because I like to travel to my clients because it's a little better. It's, it makes them more comfortable, and you know, especially because I do kids' hair too. So for me to travel to them, it's a little better because. For the kids, they feel more comfortable. They don't, you know, feel like, oh, I'm in a new environment, you know. So, for me, I like the traveling part.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah, and I tell you, right now with, with you know, COVID and, you know, Alexis comes in, she has her mask, unless she's eating her chips. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> unless she's eating her chips, when she has her mask on and she had talked, you know, about her, you know, she had a health issue, um, but it's it's helpful. And a lot of, um, you know, folks in this area, they're not wanting to do home visits. I mean, I've had people tell me, yeah, I do home visits. I'm just not doing them right now. Or one person told me, I only do them for my professional athletes. And I'm like, okay, we, we don't, you know, whatever, because...
1: everything come, Everything comes with precautions and, you know... That's one thing you have to take everyday precautions, like especially because now we're talking about COVID and this is something that we're, we don't know how long we're going to live with it. So you got to take precautions and do what you need to do for yourself and your family.
0: No, definitely, definitely. And, and I feel, I mean, I'm quarantined. I'm, I'm inside, um, you know, chilling where, where you <laughs> saw me is, is where I'm at. You know, I, there's nothing, that I need to really do. I want to go out bad and do a whole bunch being new here, but you, you definitely have to. So have you found that business during COVID has been better, worse, or about the same?
1: I mean, it been a little downfall, you know, because this, you know, because being that you have to take so much precautions, it's not easy to get new clients because, you know, if you feel a certain way, you don't want to put yourself in the, like, oh, my God, like, am I doing the right thing? Am I going to go home and be sick? Like, so it's like, it's kind of a downfall, but at the end of the day, you have to know everything comes with challenges. You just have to be willing to take it on.
0: Okay. And is is the downfall in the uh, clientele um, reaching out, or is it the downfall that... Uh... Down-
1: down for of uh, reaching out because people are afraid to even reach out too. Hmm.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I didn't know if there were a whole bunch of me's this being such a tourist, um, heavy area. If there were just a bunch of people, you know, new looking for people and some folks have just stopped working. I mean, totally in hair. They're like, Oh, I'm not doing anything. And some people make you come to the, the salon. So that's that's interesting. For the person, you know, especially the uh young woman who may be listening or watching saying, wow, I want to do hair professionally um and they're m- maybe in the South Florida area, what are the, you know, first steps as far as a business license or do you need a license to do braids? What are the, you know, the parameters? I mean,
1: they have they have they have um because when I first started out Uh, my first license was my business. I mean, was my braiding license. I didn't get my um, cosmetology license until later. But, I mean, there's ways around it if you just want to check it out before you actually, you know, get it to going to school and all of that. do, Do your family, your friends here, you know, little or nothing like that first before, you know, actually getting out here and putting yourself out here. Because if you're not willing to go all go all in then it's not easy because that's what any business though you know because you have to put in your time your soul everything your black dog okay
0: okay and i mean there's ways around it but but, and i asked that because i remember it was years ago i saw I, i think i was in texas and they were talking about you need. They wanted to make you have a license to braid, and I'm like, a license to braid yeah. is that a thing in Florida?
1: It's a thing in Florida, but that's why I say start out with doing your family and friends here first because you'll see if it's for you. You know what I'm saying? And word of mouth is anything always first. You know, if you're if you good, your family and friends are gonna spread your word out anyway. You know, so. And then you go from there. You can always still do school and start your business.
0: Okay. How, how much is a license to braid? I'm just kind of just so shocked about that.
1: <laughs> uh It depends. It depends on the school you go to. You just take a little course.
0: Okay. And, and yeah. uh, you have to pass this course, correct?
1: Yeah, but it's, yeah.
0: It, it, and I and I'm and, and I'm, I'm shocked because you know everybody braids differently. Some people, I mean, it, is it black people showing you how to braid? You know, black hair. It's not, it's
1: not really. It's not more like that. It's more of a quick, okay, brief book work of explaining everything of braiding. It's to teach you how to like if you don't know how to braid, you know. But it's a more so of learning the rules of the, of the of the game. Like they want you to know, like because you gotta remember when you doing hair, you gotta always think do hair on clean hair. Everybody don't think to do that. Like I'm just sorry that's just the way it is. Okay, do hair on clean heads. That's
0: the that's the motto. I have seen folks say oh I'm not you know washing hair during COVID so y'all gotta make sure you wash your own hair not everybody knows how to even wash properly I'm sure you know uh, that's true. You, you know uh, per- personally I like um, when I do go to the salon or when I'm doing you know having my hair done I, that was part of the that's the massage part right mm-hmm. to make sure Yeah. Um, so, so do do hair on clean heads. Now, how do you handle when you do get your clientele and you got, you know, people coming in, how, do you handle your own accounting or would you, you know, you have someone else who helps you with that?
1: Um, at this moment, my business is not that big like that. Um, I handle everything myself. Okay. Um, I know a little bit about accounting and if I need a help, if I need assistance. That's what my mom does. My mom is accounting. Ooh. So, so you're not know. like I'm left. Yeah, I'm not left in the dark.
0: Okay. It, because I, I know with, you know, a lot of small business, um, it's hard to do, be a specialist in your profession, then have to turn into a bookkeeper and an accountant. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it gets, those nights get long. yeah, yeah and i my my cpa that i have i tell people you know for years i recommend my cpa to people because it's like when i started it was 170 dollars a month that i would pay and that is totally worth it i actually for another one of my businesses pay, have to pay more than that now with the same cpa cuz he's gone up but he has, they handle my bookkeeping they keep me legal and I'm like, it, it's worth it because I remember the days of trying to do it myself or have, you know, seasonal help. It's just, it, it costs me more in time because that's not my specialty.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm not looking to be my bookkeeper forever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is all a, a start.
0: OK, well, if you ever need, need someone and you can't find somebody, um, I see tax So you go back to this interview. And you say, huh? Wait, hold on. That's um, I've, I've used them for for many moons. Now, with, you know, g- getting the money. um you know, every business owner they have goals that they they can see themselves going a certain way. Where do you see yourself going? Where would you like to be in the next five years?
1: Um, it's hard to say because um, my hands are in a lot of pots. Um, on top of assisting my own business, I also try to help my husband with his business. So, but um, I do want to start. I do want to get up my own um and have it, you know, and run it. But I don't know yet. I'm not 100% sure.
0: Okay. Okay. I'm um, I, I I'm going I'm to just kick game real quick because I had interviewed recently a woman in Miami who she has a medical spa and mm-hmm. she had me. I mean, her Instagram, I mean, it's fabulous, right? And she had me wanting to, I told everyone, I told my wife, I told my sister-in-law, I told my business partners in Kenya that have a beauty salon. I said, we all need to learn how to do these procedures to add on. And I know there's so many people here in South Florida, but she she teaches this as well. And she was like, you know, it's under $1,000 how she teaches how to do the freezing or the laser lipo and all that. But she was like, 90% of my students go and open up their own medical spa and they have access to me. And I said, see, I even want to go in there because I said, where I always like to pick up tools and I know yeah. what I can't do, but I know what I could do is buy a machine and know how the body works and say, look, I'm going to scope you out. I could be anywhere in the world, right? And so- okay. I'm putting that on my family's like vision board because I asked her could my 10 year old do it She's like now they got to be 18 but um but I mean there's so many avenues to what you do in beauty and people are always gonna need to you know look their best so yeah the salon i I, I can dig it I can feel it um the bohemian salon kick kicking off what with you know with with do you teach your daughter how to, you know, to do this. Um, uh, yeah.
1: yeah, she works with me, that's my assistant.
0: Okay, okay, and how do you go about doing that with children? And what is the right age? Because, me, like I just told you, I'm trying to push a ticket at her at seven, writing a book. So, you know, what is the right age, and how do you get them interested in that? Uh,
1: that? uh if my daughter was interested on her own, I didn't have to force or anything um, she wanted to learn so I just taught her and even w- when I work doing if I do class or something like that something that's going to take me a very long time she assists and she loves it
0: and what at what age did she start
1: um, she's been doing this since she was 10 she's 13 now
0: okay okay so, so she, she's all the way just um, emerged. No, that's that's a beautiful she
1: thing. Be She'd be asking me, okay, when the next time she working.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I, 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 lo- I love it. I, I, I really love it because kids, I mean, that's what you, you know, work hard for to make sure they're secure, but you also want them to be able to secure their own back. So, she was in
1: fifth grade. Her fifth grade teacher told me she's going to be a billionaire. She's going to make big, do big things. She's going to own her own business. Jesus. Oh, okay.
0: Jesus. Hey, man, I, I like I like that type of uh, talk. And and how do you you know, your husband has his business. How do you balance the time? Is it that your thing? Your is your business kind of the side hustle and his is the the main thing or do you guys kind of just say you know between this time and this time we're going to be working on our business
1: i mean we both you know make plans with our business you know our business to us to each other is first and if we need assistance with each other business then we go to each other
0: okay okay because he's like a jack of all trades and I know I had asked you I said man find out if you know him or if he knows people who are interested because I want to be in all the counties doing work because the work is plenty full, but the laborers yeah. are few um, you know the uh, but it sounds like he's so tied in where people are just able to call him and say hey we need you to do this we need you to do that." So I was just kind of wondering. So, a lot of people have problems like balancing if their spouse is doing something and who, you know, who's going to take care of the child, you know, type thing. But well, like,
1: ninety percent of the time, my child is my child's with me. Um, so, like I say, she wants to work, and even if it's not working, she wants to be there. So, um, as far as balance, it's okay. I mean, it could be better, but that's things that we're working on. As far as what I've been trying to, you know, get them off the ground and get it where everything is good.
0: And, and with the su- success that you've had and been able to get, you know, your, your clientele—is it through word of mouth? Is it online? How do you get your? I would
1: say, I would say more of word of mouth. I'm not good with uh, social media, um, but word of mouth, and I also pass out, I leave business cards and, um, and hair stores and, you know, little places, too, so, you know, because I even, every now and then, I get people call me, oh, I got your business card from this hair store over here, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, so, it's just different ways to do it, and, you know, I just kind of spread myself out throughout a lot of different ways instead of just one.
0: Now have you had any problem with people valuing your services and, and trying to talk you down when you say this is the price and they say, you know, I don't have that, but I have maybe half of that or a quarter of that? And if so, how do
1: you I do mean, it? I'm 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 flexible. I'm just, you know, just don't try to use me. I don't like to be used. Okay. But I'm very flexible. I don't mind, you know, breaking out with people, you know. You know, because I know it's not easy, and just as well as I have problems, somebody else has more problems than me.
0: Okay. Do you find that to be um, a common thing? In my business, it's very common amongst black people, especially, because they say, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, help us out, or can you do this for the church? And the church could be a mega church, and you're like, hold on, I got to eat too. So, you know, I find
1: it to be. I've had to tell. Uh, I have had to tell a person that before, you know, and it's just at the end of the day, you can't, you can't. I don't like to be beat around the bush. The same way, I don't want to be beat around the bush. Don't. I want to do it to nobody else. If you tell me, okay, hey, Lexus, I can't. I want my hair done on Monday, but I can't pay you for Friday. I worked that out with customers. I have a client that does it to me all the time, but I have no problem with it because he let me know.
0: Okay. But that's somebody you've had a, a got a relationship with. And yeah. I like to hear the the stories be, just because I know I'm not the only one. And I've heard, you know, others tell me, even in hair, you know, folks will, after you're done doing the hair, they'll tell you, oh, I don't have all the money. And, you know, and I'm like, how do you get do the work, get the work done? And somebody tells you they don't have the money and they knew the price. So I just kind of like to hear if that's a, a common thing. But, well, you
1: know, that's very common in our community. <laughs>
0: yeah, but you know what they don't do? They don't go outside of the community and ever do that.
1: Nope. Yeah. Mm-mm. They pay the white folks whatever they want.
0: Yeah. And I've been in high-end, you know, salons that are even Black-owned as a kid. my um, the, the place my mother went and you know, all the popular people in town and famous uh, wives go there but that was never an issue because they know you'd get talked about too and everybody would know your business
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) and say man you know she didn't have the money and she had to you know go donate blood to get the hair done but that it didn't happen and so I just sometimes think do you guys think maybe I just look like this, like somebody you are going to get over on. And so I just, you know, always just wonder about everyone else's business. Now, I want you to think about, you know, when you hit whatever success is to you, what is the community give back that you are doing now or that you would like to do in the future?
1: I mean, I like to... I like to, I mean, kids are number one to me, like, whether they're minds or not. And, like, I enjoy teaching kids. So, like, if that's a reality, then if that's part of what comes with my salon, yeah, because nobody deserves to be uh, treated badly, you know. And some kids, that's what they're getting at home. And if, if my place can be somewhere that they can feel safe, then I'm fine with that.
0: Well, you know, when you said that, um, I think about, so my, my business and consulting and public relations and community development, I've been part of projects where we've actually looked out, recruited people in different professions. Sometimes I, w- I remember in Massachusetts, I brought them um, to the jail. Mm-hmm. I, and, and then in another state, and in Massachusetts for another uh, platform at the Phoenix Academy, I would bring in speakers, but there are government monies looking for people like you who will teach a group of kids for, you know, maybe a semester and they pay you. And -hmm. and so you should definitely look into that. Um, Usually what happens is the community organizations get that money, then go find the people. But you yourself could go to the SBA, go to SCORE locally. These are all organizations in nationwide. And also go to the city and say, what government contracts, they call them RFPs, Re- requests for proposals. Um, what contracts do you guys have that are for the youth and they have people for free that will show you, research it for you and say, these are what we're looking for, what do you have? And they'll even help you put it together. I mean, all this stuff is free. You just gotta know where to ask because I mean, there was a time I was getting paid a grip of money to recruit the people and these were free volunteers But then on the other side, you can get a grip of money by teaching. I've had clients who've made millions of dollars just um, teaching communities in different states, um, you know, how to do this. So I just throw that out there because you have a, uh, you know, you're cool temperament, but um, you just have to know where the money is. And somebody is looking to give it to you to get these kids interested in something outside of TV and you know, not that you can't make money on TV, but they just have to be led a certain way. And a lot of yeah. parents, yeah, don't have it in them to leave. So, so yeah. So I, I, I want to, you know, just get your story out there. Let people kind of know uh, what's going on. You see, now I'm competing with the rain as yeah. I do my, my, my closing. <laughs> But be yeah. blessed Alexis and I'm going to get out this rain before it hits me. I'm covered but who knows with this Florida weather.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, in Kelly.